Okay. Sorry, guys. What? Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I had a very specific Betty Ford question, but we'll just ask live on the air and figure it out Yeah, together. I guess I guess we will. I guess we will. Welcome back. Okay, this, yeah, this, um, this episode I want to dedicate to my mom because she was so, um, she was so just loved our Betty Ford number two episode. And so to you, mother, I say, this is for you, Betty Ford number three, because this is the third episode of Betty. Yeah. We're, this is how I, this is like when Eleanor, we did our third episode on Eleanor. I was, was so sad. Was she the sad. only other lady we did three? He, well, wait, no, we did, oh yeah, because Pat Nixon. Yeah, we're going to do three from here on out with yeah, everybody. But yeah, like, but Eleanor, we did three. Yeah. Jackie, we did three. Oh, probably Jackie, mm-hmm. yeah. But I was just sad to say goodbye to Eleanor, and that's I know, how I feel that's right like now. Betty. Yeah. Just, Betty was in our lives for so long because we did the show, too, and she was on the show. I know, so I know. We've, we've just been saying Betty's name. Betty's name has been on our lips for, for so long. A year at this point. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, Love her. If you are listening to this, um, you know, kind of the day it comes out or the week it comes out. Uh, I hope that you survived the coldest weekend on record. At least tell us what happened in New Hampshire this weekend. <sighs> Guys, apparently in New Hampshire, <laughs> in Mount Washington, is a mountain in New Hampshire, I guess. Yeah. Never been. Um, there is a wind chill of negative 109. <laughs> like, That's the wind chill, negative 109. I'm laughing because it sounds so absurd. It sounds fake. Um yeah, the Northeast is in a chill. We are in yeah. a polar vortex, yeah. if you will. It Tomorrow is, it's going to be 50 degrees, so don't worry. But it's going to be totally fine, but <laughs> the today. past 48 hours have been really cold, really windy, but the sun is shining. And Claire and I want you to know that, because I know last two episodes, <laughs> I listened back, and wow, we were doomsday. Yeah, it we was doomsday. The sun wasn't going to come out ever It again. was doomsday. And here's what I'll say, is that, like, yes, it is freezing. Yes. Did I wear three pairs of pants? Yes. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, Claire came into Manhattan, <laughs> so many layers. Yeah, so she many layers. took off so many clothes when she walked in the door. <laughs> because Elise's, still bundled up. I know. Because Elise's apartment is... You know, it has like the you'll hear the radiator in the background. It's happening, like it's yeah. like it's like one of these like pre-war buildings. But all that to say, you know, the sun being out, like I'll take this day over the like forty degree rainy days we were having. Agree, I like, agree, hundred percent. So I I'm like I'm I'm like here for it. I don't mind it. And I will say, I don't know if this happens in your apartment, but in my apartment, I have like windows on one wall, and it. It's like a greenhouse. Like it gets so warm. Your apartment does get toasted because of that because you have excellent yeah. daylight. Yeah. So it's not as like, but like when it yeah. was those days where there was no sun, I was like freezing all yeah. the time. I couldn't get warm. Couldn't get warm. Couldn't get happy. <laughs> but here we are. But here we are. Negative Live to degrees, tell the tale. Negative 11 degrees. <laughs> sun is shining, baby. We are on the up and up. We are. Things are going well. I know. And here we are ready to talk about Betty and we're just so excited. Betty. Okay, so where we left off. Talk about sunshine. <laughs> she is. She is actual sunshine. She's so special. And I think that this episode you're really going to see how many people just loved her. And I Obsession. think that it's such a good model for how you can be, um, you can <laughs> challenge like the society, but oh, also yeah. be beloved by many, you know? Yeah. Like, and I think that politicians today could take a little could learn a little thing or two yeah. from Betty I looking think. at you I, I mean name of politician because you can be controversial and well loved and maybe that was yeah. actually just the time like maybe party politics has like drove us to a place where we can't do that anymore yeah. but at the time you'll see especially like the people who uh come to her funeral and like you know it's just it's a very she really broke those lines and yeah. then somehow still didn't. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just incredible. So anyway, um, so Ford loses the election, obviously, because he pardoned Nixon and Betty told him not to. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> no one likes Ford. He's out. But, you know, Betty was dancing on the tables and she is jazzed because where yeah. does she get to go, Claire? The one place. Finally, in she 1977, she finally gets to move to California. She has been looking to move to Cali since, like, 52. I like, saying, I don't even we know. We remember like, that iconic scene and story we told probably episode one. Mm-hmm. She thought they were retiring to California. Right. And Gerald was like, oh, hey, just kidding. 
kitten. I'm yes. going to be Speaker of the House, then Vice President, then President. I know. Um, so yeah. she gets her dream, and I'm so happy for her. Yes, but the thing is, is that Gerald is still working all the time. And I was actually just re-listening to our um, Mary... I was, like, I was showing a friend and then re-listened to our Mary Todd episodes. Uh-huh. And we talked about this so much on Mary Todd. I was like, please stop going away for work. And then Ugh. he was like, I gotta go. So it's what like... What was Gerald doing, though? I didn't look into that. Was he, like... I think he was just going to events. I think that Gerald, like, was very exo... Uh, what's it? Exoskeleton? No. Oh, yeah. It, uh, what's oh, extrovert? It? <laughs> extrovert. I feel like Gerald did have a very strong exoskeleton. <laughs> I think he just liked being in the mix. I mean, that's yeah. literally how he became president, because he was just around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He did stumble... <laughs> upwards no it was like very haphazard so I think that he was just like talking like giving talks and like whatever so um so unfortunately Betty I don't know I suppose it's an adaptive coping mechanism but it, it got a little out of control she starts to use um she depends on alcohol a lot to get her through these like tougher moments she starts to really depend on pills um to sort of soothe the pain in the Showtime show, they show a very provocative scene where she, like, leaves the house in the middle of the night and goes to a party with her, oh, like, yeah. cool neighbors. I don't know if that happened, but, like, I'm actually... I don't know, but I love that. I'm here day. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so she's, she's like, using a lot, and yeah. it's it's not great. In her 1987 memoir, she oh, says, yeah, I liked alcohol. It made me feel warm, and mm-hmm. I loved pills. They took away my tension and pain. And actually, it's kind of funny that she said this, because Claire and I were just reminiscent about a tale. Go ahead, um, tell the story, tell the story, it's fine. Quick side note, just understanding how alcohol, I mean, obviously it's also a sickness and like an addiction and a mental illness, but we were reminiscent about a tale one time, Claire was injured, like super injured, her knee was sore, or like not hurt. No, I got, yeah, <laughs> I, I got in a really bad bike accident, yeah, and was, then like, I also burned my, um... Burn two of my toes on a shakshuka. As one does. Who amongst us? And I, I came to Claire to just, like, relax. We were supposed to stay indoors because she was injured. Really badly. Cut to a couple hours later where Gallivanton, scale in Brooklyn, <laughs> paying $17 for ranch water. Yeah. Um, and lots of fancy Topo Chico fancy cocktails. Fancy Topo Chico cocktails. Claire is feeling great. She is on cloud nine. Yeah. And at the end of yeah. the night, Claire looked at me and said, I understand why people are alcoholics. Because Claire felt no pain. No pain. So none. you and Betty were one at that point. I know. We were. We were. You understood was... what she was going through. Yeah. No, I mean, it was truly euphoric. I felt no pain. Um, now, like, Elise very kindly mentioned, like, when we were reminiscing about that story, is like, luckily I didn't have that thing that, like, wanted me to keep. Yeah feeling no pain like I recognize the um benefits to kind of like getting through that without um like sort of self-medicating um but yeah I mean come on like we've all been there we've all like taken the edge off a little bit you know I was a little cold I drank a hot toddy the other night and I was like healed felt amazing would have had more whiskey obviously if we didn't look like you gotta wrap it up (laughs) like problem I get it I get it Betty yeah so in 1978, things have gotten really out of control, and her family decides to do an intervention. Now, Who here's was it? here's my really <laughs> Tell us about here's this my very but... big problem with this intervention. <laughs> it happened on April 1st, 1978. Now, April 1st is famously April Fool's Day. That is just not a day that you sit down and have a serious conversation. I'd be so offended, and I blame the Suns because obviously, if it's you the remember this, Susan, the show, yeah, Susan takes it seriously. Susan Porter Gmail was definitely trying to like get them to come. In, like, March, February, maybe. Yeah. No, I remember, the, and I believe this happened, and, like, what happened in the show happened in real life. Mm-hmm. The son said to her, like, why he was, because intervention, you, like, explain how yes. their addiction is ruined in your life, I guess. Uh-oh. Or, like, how it pains everyone. <laughs> Let's just turn it on ourselves, <laughs> yeah. please. Well, I mean, he totally did. He was like, you didn't cook dinner for us. Or he referred to something like they didn't, she didn't, like, cook them enough meals or something. It's so absurd. Like, really? This is what But then also, about? like... I have heard of some really long cons for April Fool's Day. So, like, is this just wrapped up in that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are they kidding? Like, I just think it's, like, a really silly time to, like, have an intense conversation. Not a time to joke about it. If you can't come March 31st or 30th. Yeah. 30 days have separate April, June, and November. Yeah, so 31st. (laughs) If you can't come March 31st, just wait till April 2nd. Yeah, it's going to be fine. One day is not going to make a difference Yeah. So anyway, Sounds and also, really like, like now that I know that that was in April in California, I am still questioning why 
every single member of the Ford family in the Showtime show is wearing a turtleneck. The turtleneck sweaters <laughs> that the Ford men wear is out of control. I know. And it's also offensive. I will say our queen Susan Ford was in like a prom dress. Do you remember how she fancy her dress she, was? Yeah. She looked amazing. And I guess everybody in the 70s kind of just looked like that. But like the yeah. turtlenecks in California in April, I mean, I'm just not buying it. No, very strange. No. So anyway, they have an intervention. She like can't believe it. She's like, I don't want to do this, but I'll do it. She agrees to detox. And she goes to rehab. Now, we know what that was like um, from, like, we talked about. She was not, um, she was not, uh, she was not impressed by the rehab facility. <gasps> oh, my God. Remember, she had to have the roommate, and she was just, like, stressed out. Which I get. I don't know if I'd I want mean, roommates. I okay, I get that. And especially if you were Betty Ford. Like, can you imagine? Like, no. That's just, like, so crazy. I mean, I think it just shows, like... And, and she was pretty, like, you know, we know she was really open about her breast cancer and mm-hmm. talked a lot about that. And she was pretty open about her addiction problems. Like, they released yes. a statement. She was willing to talk about it. And, yeah, I mean, nothing, like, humbles you more than being the first lady and go into a rehab and, like, rooming with, you know, Karen from El Paso. I, I know. know. Like. No, it's seriously. It's so true. It's so true. So I think that there was just definitely, like, a... Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely something going on there, and and she wasn't. But I also think that this will later come back to be why she decides to open the Betty Ford Clinic or Betty Ford Center because she wants just a more chic place for rehab to take place. I mean, honestly, like if I ever have an addiction, or anything, send me there. I want to be in. I want to be where Betty was, obviously. Obviously, and she, you know, had a taste for luxury, and I no, like that true. for her. She. You know, just because you have an addiction doesn't mean you don't deserve nice things. A hundred percent. So I'm yeah. glad she, like, created a chic place for rehab because, you know, maybe it makes it a little bit easier to go through withdrawal and detox and all that stuff. And yeah. the therapies. And obviously, like, jokes aside, our queen Betty Ford, she, like, she was very open with her breast cancer diagnosis. She was very open about her addiction. And yeah. I just think it's so important to say, like, if you've seen at least 15 to 16 seconds of the show Mad Men, you realize how much drinking was going on. Do you know what I mean? Like, this was just not something that people were talking about. But it was something that was so present in people's lives. It was not just the alcohol, not just the drugs, but the abuse of these things and the addictive qualities to them. So, like... I was reading an article recently how, like, Gen Z and I guess maybe some younger millennials or... Yeah. um, Like, drinking's just not a big part of their lives. Yeah. And, like, I didn't feel like it was maybe a huge part of my life, but, like, it was exciting to drink, and I definitely, like, I drink less now, obviously. Right. I think in college I drank more, but, like, I don't know, I just think that's, like, cool that, or, I don't like, I don't know, maybe they're doing other drugs, who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. mocktails are a thing, is all that to Oh, say. totally, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of restaurants have mocktails, there's, like, whole bars that have mocktails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um... I just, I don't know, I just think it's interesting that, like, it's not like the Mad Men culture where, like, people are having a whiskey at noon. No, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, and I think, I think it's something that is, like, like, the consumption of alcohol is something that's still really, really mainstream. Like, despite what Gen Z is kind of doing, which I think is awesome. And so when you think about that as opposed to, like, other drugs that are so policed and so, you know, um... It's just interesting that alcohol, which has, like, seemingly some of the same effects, yeah. um, I think is alcohol's not. a gateway drug. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, how did we become that, that's, like, I know. pillar of what a gateway drug is? <laughs> I know, Probably exactly. the Reagans, let's be completely honest. Well, we'll get but... to the Reagans. <laughs> we will get to the Reagans. Yeah. So, anyway, Betty Ford coming out just kind of being, like, this is my issue, this is my thing, and we just love that, because, like, not a lot of people were doing that, and she... Really just put that on blast, and um, yeah. I appreciate that for her. Um, she also said that, like, she, you know, she she doesn't, ex- she wasn't, like, necessarily expecting it to, like, fix all her problems, and, like, what was going to really help, and I think that yeah. this is still really true, is that, like, you need a community of people around you to, like, support you. Now, whether that's, like, yeah. a big community or a small community, and so I think she was really open about about the community aspect of, like, healing. Um, God, I just love yeah. a lady who loves therapy, you know? Oh, God, we love it. just she got one person to go to a, a No, rehab, literally, you don't need, perfect. like, exactly. You need, like, even if it's just your nuclear family to just yeah. be like, okay, I support you. So, anyway. Um, and I think that this is an important thing to talk about when we talk about alcoholism. A lot of people were surprised by yeah. her 
coming forth with this. And I think that that is really common, more common than we think when it comes to alcohol and like it's and abusing it and things like that yeah. is that because it's so mainstream and because it's so socially acceptable, I think it is sometimes surprising when people say like, oh, I actually think I had like an issue with this. Yeah. And so a well, lot of people were surprised by that. With yeah. her. Even though Susan, our queen Susan, could see that she was like Susan slurring that. her speech and like not doing well. Yeah. But Well, because I think like leading up to this, even as late as it was in the 80s, like, or I guess late 70s it was, um... When you think of alcoholism, you think of, like, a man beating his wife. or 100%. I don't know. There's just, like, this stereotype that you 100%. picture. So you, obviously, and out of everyone, you do not picture a first lady, a rich white woman having an alcohol problem. Totally. And, like, and especially. Oh, she's just socially. She's just, you right. know, whining and dining and socializing. So to, like, put a face yeah. that doesn't look like your typical what a drug addict will look like. Yeah. I know it's powerful. I think that makes, like, impression on people. Oh, 100%. And I think also, especially, like, you don't, especially someone who, like, Betty was, like, fun at parties yeah. and, like, not disruptive and not destructive, right, you're not you know? you're stumbling, you're not crashing your car, you're not, yeah, it's, right. it makes a right. difference to see that, like, you know, you're seemingly living with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, people really saw her as a social drinker, and she might yeah. have been a social drinker, but just because you only drink socially doesn't mean that you're not abusing it when you do drink. Yeah. And I think that that was her whole thing, which I think is just totally, really powerful. Yeah. Okay, um... In, and then uh, she, obviously in 1978, she has to put out a memoir, which I'm like, what a quick turnaround time. I love it. Because, I mean, you go into rehab 1977. She had nothing to do with that. 1978. Or no, she goes into rehab 1978, and then, yeah, you're right, maybe she was just like, I have to write this book. Let me just write this book. I love it. She's amazing. Um, It's called The Times of My Life. Yeah. Oh, no, that one came out in 1987. The Times of My Life. Oh. oh no no nineteen seventy no nineteen seventy eight. Oh my god, I just lost it. I'm so sorry. No no, no it's okay. <laughs> nineteen seventy eight. I know oh, she did turn that around. I know, she's incredible. And she wrote two other books too. No, she re- she writes three books. It's unbelievable. <gasps> oh, nineteen eighty seven is the other one. Betty, a glad awakening. Well, that. <laughs> that's incredible. Turn that into a movie. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so bitches just turn it out books. I know. Can you imagine? Who knew she was such a prolific writer? Incredible. <laughs> okay. Um, the times of my life. Oh I my know. God, I love it's it. so good. Uh, yeah, she, she, and then, and then she, uh, you know, during this time, during the late 70s, she starts to really talk publicly about these things and not Mm -hmm. just her addiction, but also her time post rehab and all of that stuff. Um, so in 1982, this is when she's like, okay, like, let's get chic, let's get real. And she's like, (laughs) let's do this. So she opens the Betty Ford Center in, um, Rancho Mirage, California, which is where her and, uh. Her and her family lived. And what's what's interesting about this is that um, she wasn't just treating people for chemical dependencies or addiction. She was actually treating, like, children of addicts as well. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's That's kind cool. of like, um, you know, they have support groups for people who are, like, children of yeah. addicts or, you know, things like that. Um, and I think that, like, you know... Well, obviously, her son was not hiding during the intervention yeah, about so how it affected him. So I guess we have to, like, help them. Too. <laughs> um, yeah, I love, like, the whole 360 approach to this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she um, she opens this center, and it's really a big hit. It is a, I think there's <laughs> obviously something classist about it. Like, it is a very expensive place to go. Oh, my God. I can imagine. I'm going to try to look up. Oh, yeah. Look up how much it is. I know. Um but I think to offset that in 2003, another book comes out called um, Healing and Hope Six Women from the Betty Ford Center Share the Powerful Journeys of Addiction and Recovery. So Stop. I think that she tries to say, like, and in that book, it's like six women from da- very different backgrounds, very different, like, you know what I mean? So I yeah. think that there's some attempt to be like, this is for everybody. This but I actually everybody. don't know if it is. Wait, so do we know how much it is to get in? Wait, I feel like there's like. Um, like affiliated places now. Oh wow, there's a lot of places. Really, there's one in New York. Mm. Oh, here we go. Here's the one in. What well, the main one? We want the Ranchero. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, I mean, oh my god, the palm tree itself is beautiful outside. Yeah, <laughs> like sign me up. Wait, let's see. Okay. I love that we're just, like, looking things up on the pod that you all can't see. Yes, so sorry. This is perfect. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Well, Lisa's going to keep doing that. Wow, I can't believe they don't have... Oh, they take health insurance. That's great. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Okay. 
Wow, it's so beautiful. Okay, we, we, have, to, we have to move on because yeah, this is just this not, is not exciting. I'll yeah. update you all, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's, it's very chic and, you know. Yeah. Uh, rehab is expensive. Yes. Um, later, I just love this quote. Barbara Bush says that, uh, that uh, Betty transformed her pain into something great for the common good. Because she suffered, there will be more healing. Because of her grief, there will be more joy. <gasps> Can you imagine? That's really sweet. Can you imagine a first lady saying that about another first lady? No. I mean, I can't even. <sighs> oh, but anyway. like the New York City one is on West Broadway. Oh my God, really? Love that. Maybe wow. we can, like interview. That's incredible. <laughs> okay, so all of this is happening in the background. Betty kind of struggling with her own personal issues, but things are really getting hot in United States politics. Things <gasps> are really ramping up because, as we remember, um, <coughs> Ford was a Republican. Um, Jimmy Carter is a Democrat, Mm -hmm. but a Southern Democrat, which is like, you know, so specific, I think. Um, but there's a lot of like movements happening. Mainly the ERA is, is the big one. Still chugging along. Chugging along. The ERA is really happening. Um, in 1977, Ford appoints, um, Carter appoints Ford to the second national commission of observance on the international women's year. Yeah, what? so she's just on this board to, like, wow. to basically pass or try to pass the ERA. But, again, can you imagine, like, the party politics in this country now are so rampant and crazy and oh, se- segregated in so many ways. Like, can you imagine a, a Democratic president appointing a Republican first lady, former first lady? Oh, I know. No way. It would never happen. Would yeah. never happen. So, um... Yeah, so, and then that same year, she joins Lady Bird and Rosalind at the National Women's Conference in Houston, which, again, if I mean, you watch Mrs. America, there's an amazing mm, episode of this conference. Because they really, really thought they were going to pass it. Like, there yeah. was a lot of excitement in the air. Obviously, um, Gloria Steinem, Betty Friedan, Friedan uh, Shirley Chisholm, all these amazing people are there, and um, they don't pass it. It's really sad. Yeah. What an absolute bummer. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine being in Texas, like, while that's going on? Like, what would you even do? I guess get Topo Chico, right? Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> to, like, soothe. The only thing. I mean, I've never been to. No, I have been to Houston, actually. I've never been to Houston. Um, I was there for, like, two days. That's where I saw Taylor Swift's dad. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was Shout crazy. out to Scott. Um, <laughs> love you. <laughs> I will always find a way to talk about Taylor. Oh, no. Um, yeah, no, I, I went, it was right before COVID. Oh, God, what a moment in time that was. Yeah. I mean, right into Taylor Swift's dad in the, um. Right, the we had just gotten back from Florida, right? Uh, yeah, was Georgia. It? Uh, Georgia, totally. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, no, Houston is bizarre. Um, Texas is weird, but, like, what a weird place to, like, have that convention. But I, I know. know. Maybe think vibes were different in 19, what was that, 77? 77. Well, Carter had just been elected. Wasn't he from Texas? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's maybe why. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. But Houston is where it was. Oh, he's Georgia Carter, right? Oh, Georgia, Georgia. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Texas is where it was, and they didn't um, pass it. And yeah. um, we're still trying to. So, so if anyone in Congress is listening, uh, help us out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hit us up. Yeah. It's, yeah, but anyway. So, oh, also um, in 1981, the National Organization for Women's President uh, announced Ford was a co-chair with Alan Alda. The actor? Yeah, which I just think is, like, absolutely iconic. That's so weird. Isn't that crazy? Good for him. I know. It was an ERA countdown campaign. Wow. Uh, we don't pass it again that year. But also something really <laughs> fun that year, in 1981, um, now the Reagans are in charge, which, again, like, we're going to have three glorious episodes of Rosalind before we have to get into the Reagans. Yeah. But it's going to be rough, guys. Like, Oh, man. I mean... Well, no, maybe it'll be funny. But I just... The Reagans really... For me, is a stain. It's a really big. Stain. You could track a lot of our current situation. Yeah. Back to the Reagan I know. administration. I, I think. Know. Um. So yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that live for you. We'll so do that live. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so now Reagan is in charge, and but what? So obviously Nancy Reagan is the first lady. This is in 1981. So we're moving. We're moving in time kind of quickly at a clip, <laughs> but also like. You like have a, to remember that Betty lives till 2011, guys. I know. So, like, we kind of have to move, And these are, know? like, important parts of, of her life because 
up until this point, she's still fighting for ERA. She's still fighting for women's rights. Right. Um, again, she's chilling with Rosalind. They're doing this together. Then Nancy comes into the the fold, and she's just like, mm, not into this. Yes. Like, I think women should not have rights. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And you're like, okay, Nancy, weird. Yeah. Um, we'll get to you later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but who in the Reagan family? Okay. Is in the in the mix. In the mix. Okay. Shockingly, that and I just found this out. Okay, so we might need to just like cleanse ourselves during the Nancy Reagan episodes, and we might have to do a bonus. A app. little bonus up because there's a woman that is photographed <laughs> with our girl Betty in a march. Yeah. For the ERA in 1981, Maureen Reagan. Now let's just do a little parallel speaking, okay? If you are a longtime listener, which you must be, I hope you Obviously. are. If you're not, Welcome. I love you, but also go back, listen. I would suggest that if you are one a person who is pretty much identical to Maureen Reagan, yeah, go back and listen to our Alice Roosevelt episode. So right. the the first and oldest daughter of Teddy Roosevelt is a woman named Alice Roosevelt. I have not told you something that I feel like I have to tell you now that I'm just remembering. Live on the air? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Love when Claire has There's a confession time live on okay. the pod. No, no, no. I just remember Are you related this. to her? No, no, no. Oh. I'm not related to her. I'm, actually, I probably am, but I'm probably, not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that yet. <laughs> we'll find that out in Canada. Yeah. Um, bonus <laughs> so, out. Bonus out. <laughs> um, no, I was at... Um, okay, I was at Elizabeth's house for New Year's. Yes. And I was drinking coffee. Okay. And I didn't even realize... She gave me the, there's a mug out there, and I want to buy it for you, yeah. but there's a mug that has all of the pets of the White House on it. Okay. Is Rebecca on there? Rebecca's on there. Uh, and on be. the on the handle oh of the cup is <laughs> Emily Spinnett. <laughs> Stop! Her! How do we not have this mug? Elise, I almost stole it. I almost took it. I almost took it. And Liz was like, if you take that mug, I'm going to kill you. How does Liz Liz have it? Because her sister got it for her. Oh my God. First animal. Okay, tell Maureen Reagan's story. I'm looking this up. I'm buying it. I was just saying to Claire how my credit card debt is out of control. Uh, I don't care how much this mug costs, we're getting to. And. Wow. I mean, at least you just got a really good new job, so I think she's going to be fine. Yeah. But I just want to, to Elise. Okay, I have a job. Yeah. I have money. Elise's I just, mom, don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. Susan, if you're listening, Jer, We're rent good. is paid. Yeah, yeah things are fine. But this just, mug like, has to be purchased. Trying to cook out like a little on a debt. Well, first I just want to say Emily Spinach was a snake that Alice Roosevelt used to carry around on her shoulders and put in different places in the White House to cause chaos for Teddy Roosevelt because she was bitter that Teddy had her and then basically left town never to be returned never yeah. to be seen until he like came back to start a family with a new woman and exactly so maureen reagan i don't know if she has the exact story but there are parallels she's the first daughter of uh president richard Ra- Ronald reagan. Reagan. Ronald reagan but she's not but Nancy. she's not Nancy's Which I daughter. just love that slight family yeah. dynamic, dynamic. Like, okay, love a broken home, love a family. <laughs> she's obviously, like, Maureen's in therapy, hates her stepmom, love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and that's why she's photographed, that's why it's, like, so iconic that she's photographed like for, like, uh, in, in support of the ERA, why her mother is, like, this big figure being like no we shouldn't that is petty ass bullshit i know i love Step it knife in the back and Maureen, it's I'm basically here for the it. 80s version of putting emily spinach like in random places in the white house you know what i'm, I'm saying i'm so here for it <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah, like, yeah 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 did you find the mug there's so many i have okay. to take time because there's like a lot I'll, of I'll, i know what it looks like but can you imagine like from s- top of handle to bottom of handle emily spinach i, I couldn't believe it. it because i was like okay obviously like maybe they'll have the dogs on there yeah you know? that's and then Rebecca and I was like, okay. If they got Rebecca. I know, I couldn't believe it. And then I looked to the handle, Emily Green, Emily Spinach. I mean, iconic place for an iconic pet. <laughs> like, where else are you gonna put a giant snake? There's no a giant just, green snake. Whoever created that mug like knew what. Are we gonna get tattoos of Emily Spinach? I think we might have to. <laughs> Done. Okay. Okay, that's gonna be our next gallivant in a Brooklyn day when <laughs> Claire's injured. <laughs> Okay, get injured. She, like, won't be injured. We'll have, like, a bunch of Topo Chicos yeah. and go get tattoos. Emily Spinach. Um, okay. So, anyway. <laughs> um, so, we just love this Maureen Reagan sort of, like, slight drama because it's just, just it. it's just so iconic. And, like, the fact that Betty Ford is wrapped up into it is just obviously so iconic, too. Because yeah. you know that, like, 
like can you imagine like if this was happening now and like the t- like the text messages between Maureen and Betty? I mean, they must have been I mean, iconic. To be on that text thread. I know, seriously. And so it's like, just isn't like Nancy my mom, except I'm such a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a dick, Nancy. Like, yeah, love like, it. Oh, anyway, so, um, but in 1981, um, ERA still doesn't get passed. Love that. <laughs> okay. And I think I mentioned this last episode, but, like, we discussed, in, like, 2019 or whatever, Lover came out, like, Taylor Swift was trying to promote the ERA because that's still not as bad. Like, it is 2023, and, like, under the law, technically, yeah. we do not have the same rights as everyone in this country. Yeah, and I think really safe to say that we're definitely going backwards in terms of women's rights like in yeah, a really sure. way like we have less rights now than like my mom did in yeah. 1976 someone in dallas asked me why as a woman i wouldn't move to dallas and i said oh well like obviously because I, of, I have a uterus and yeah. he didn't like understand that like right like it didn't trigger i had to like explain to him and like i just don't think everyone's paying attention still. well it's just yeah i know that it and i was just like i was very shocked by that i know because yeah anyway it's just a wild thing because it's like when i think about my mom at my exact age she had way more rights than i do i know oh it's so scary to think about oh it's so bonus scary F. <laughs> bonus f women's rights, rights. <laughs> That's the whole season. That's okay. season 37. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, yeah. yeah. So she's, like, still doing women's rights. Um, she's also, of course, <coughs> excuse me, our girl. The Reagan administration famously, again, we'll get into this when we get to Nancy, uh, like, pretended, like, AIDS and HIV did not exist. Yeah. Um, but, of course, Betty is knows it exists so she is uh fighting for that crisis as well yes um she is you know recognizing the link uh with the betty ford center she is recognizing the link between drug abuse and the hiv epidemic um also recognizing the the link between how nothing was getting solved and the fact that the reagans weren't talking about it oh yes of course because there was you know it it involved mostly lgbtq community Mm -hmm. so god forbid reagans mentioned that um so of course betty she is going to mention it and she's just a smart woman so she is you know promoting the um that crisis that's happened. Yeah, I mean, I think that if I had to guess, like, I think that just saying it out loud or, like, I mean, remember, like, the Princess Diana thing where she, like, goes to the hospital and she, like, hugged the patient? Yeah, like, but I think just being able to, like, say that. The 1992 RNC, the Republican um, National Convention, she wears an AIDS ribbon. I know, causes a Causes chaos. Like, the fact that a little brooch, like, shook the RNC, it just, like, shows how Well, a brooch in that regard like right. you this know just how mean? far like, the republican yeah. or the convention at that time and like it wasn't even on their platform they weren't even going to pretend to address that issue that mm. is plaguing america 1992 my friends that same year that bill clinton is playing his saxophone on late night you yeah. know what i'm saying like we are really in modern times here yeah. you know like this is just crazy so of course that's one of her projects she is you know supports gays and lesbians and um is against their discrimination in the military because mm-hmm. this is the big um you know i think the clintons was the don't ask don't tell don't, yeah yeah um, not great era that is happening so she is obviously against that mm-hmm. um and i think this again this just shows that she is still like the betty we know and love like she yeah. has not really say what you want about her but she really has a vision and she's stuck with it like no it's just she and has it's not also changed her values have not changed i know and it's also like, and i love that i wonder what the interaction between like her actually wanting to be in public service and her feeling like because she has a microphone she should use it is you know what Good I mean point, because yeah. it's like there is part of me that like I'm like did Betty ever even want I, I mean I think she was always like remember when she was a kid she was like helping deaf and blind children learn to dance like she yeah. was always like really into causes that bettered the world and, and made it easier for people to live and survive and all of this but I guess I just wonder like the public service aspect of it like right. if she was always sort of destined for that or if like that just came as, like, but I get, you know, or as, a, like, a repercussion, not a repercussion, but, like, a, a something that came because she was was an ex-first lady. Yeah. Not that it matters because she was standing up for so many important causes that were going to make the world kind of a better place. Um, so it doesn't really matter. And I do think, like, I remember thinking this a lot, like, you know, in my in the past but like I think that like if you have a microphone it is a good it's a good opportunity to use it because if people are going to listen to you and you can make a difference then like I think that that's rightful and 
righteous and good. Um, all right. But girlfriend is not out of the woods with the surgeries, okay? Because in 1987, she gets a quadruple coronary bypass surgery. Unbelievable. Can I mean, that's just, like, really intense. Is that, that's, like, basically quadruple heart bypass, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nuts. That's I like, like a, I, I, I don't like my Betty under any sort of trauma no, like that. That's too it. much. She recovers without it. any complications. Of course, Love that. Obviously. I know. She's unbelievable. She's so great. Um in now we're in the nineties, everybody. Are you ready? Yeah. Who is she a huge fan of in the nineties, Lise? Yeah, so like Claire said, we're rolling into the Clinton administration in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um she's obsessed with Hillary. I obviously. She Who loves amongst us isn't? Another reason to love Betty. <laughs> she loves um, Hillary. She loves she's, Hillary praises her her active role in as she's a first lady um hillary gets really into healthcare. um famously we'll we'll talk about that a lot obviously um and betty oh, of course betty's like yeah people should have health care <laughs> that's what i'm saying like betty it's Mom like says betty. and that's what's so amazing about betty is that like she just there was no playing the party politics game so it's just no. like all she was trying to do was make people's lives better yeah like if you're sick, let's try and make you not sick. If yeah. you need help, let's get you the medical attention you need. When you, everyone you know famously what I mean? like, says, like, people over politics, people over party, she, like, truly lived that. Embodied that. Yeah, embodied yeah. that. Like, yeah. it's, I, I, I don't think we've seen it ever. No, or no. Or since. Like, it's all so calculated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, even even Democrats that I love, we don't no, see 100%. it. So, like, you don't. I, no, 100%. You don't. No, no, no. I think she's the first person that, um... That we've definitely talked about and that since. I mean, maybe we'll learn more about others. I but. mean, I think there was, there's been a few in the past that, like, kind of stood up for things that were, like... Maybe certain issues, I think, but, like, yeah. really, like, encompasses everything totally. she does. Totally, It yeah. seems so out of... Yeah, I don't know. It's, like, She's really amazing. inspiring to, to witness and... I know. I, I could live my life more like that, too. Yeah. No, she's incredible. What happens in 1997? 1987. Well, <laughs> big year yeah, for 1987, big year. She releases her book. She has her quadruple bypass. Love she it. gets inducted into the Michigan Women's Hall of Fame. Okay. Where to go? Road Random. Trip? How have we not been there? How far is this from Michigan? Is it farther than Ohio? Once again, no. we need a map. We don't know, and it's not important. <laughs> Will we Google it before we get in the car? Absolutely not. No, of course not. Where we go, we didn't realize it was that far. Ohio. Oh, the... the, the there was like a part of that the house. The house. Yeah, we, we were like, to. oh, it's only four hours. Turns out it was like seven hours away. I was like, at least we would wake up at 3 a.m. to get from Gettysburg to the As we laying in the hotel bed the night before we were like we can sleep in this is gonna be so chill actually you should leave by like five well because i told that guy i told that guy he's gonna meet him by two we were like an hour late oh that was a great tour it was Um, so good lucy webb hayes house so fun so good remember they moved that house like the whole of it. I was just thinking about that amazing town. Remember that burger restaurant we went to that was Stop. like more space than I've ever I tweeted seen the mayor multiple times. He never <laughs> tweeted me back. I can't believe I'm going to run for mayor in that city and win. Chiclet City! Chiclet City! Okay, if you're confused, go back and listen to the bonus. <laughs> um, um, yeah, anyway. so she is... We gotta go to Michigan. Yeah, we gotta go to Michigan to see the Women's <laughs> Hall of Fame. Can I just name a few notable... Um, also members of yeah, the... Yeah, who else is in this Hall of Fame? Okay, truly so many people. Like, it's an endless <laughs> list. It. It's an absolutely endless list. Um, but two of my favorites are Serena Williams what? and Rosie the Riveter. <laughs> so good. Which I didn't know Rosie the Riveter. Like, I, is, is that, that a person? A person? <laughs> I don't know. Bonus and Rosie the Riveter. I don't Riveter. think I knew that. I don't either. I mean, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, I mean, we've got some classics Riveter. in here. Like, it's, Sojourner it's Truth, really Rosa Parks. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I want to see some, like, modern ladies that are in here. Well, that's what I was trying to figure out, because it felt like it was so, uh, it felt like it was so, yeah, like, like, are they inducting, like, modern people? I'm sure, I mean, Serena Williams. Yeah, she's the most modern, I think. But the problem with the website that I was on is that they don't go into chronological order, so it's very oh, confusing. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, Rosie the Riveter was um, an agricultural, cultural icon. Okay, but she was not... A real person. She was played by a woman named. Wait, hold on a second. Like in movies? Oh, they, Diana Ross. Oh my God! Yeah, Diana Ross is in it. Yeah, or in the not Rosie the Riveter. Now we're both talking about different things. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry, sorry, distracted. Yeah. Okay. So Rosie the Riveter is not a real person, but she was um, an icon, and she is in there. Yeah. I wonder who. Oh my God! I wonder if the green M M&M and M is in there, because she's Stop. an icon. I'm. I'm 
tweeted that to Tucker Carlson just to <laughs> see what he says. Um, I mean, I don't want to be that person, but like these women are pretty random. I think we could get it. <laughs> like, should we submit ourselves? Oh my god, I'm so into that. <laughs> I think we should go. Like, let's just drive there. We'll go. We'll go. See what's up. Interview some people. Slip our name in the ballot box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fix the. I'm assuming it's a voting thing. Fix the election. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll fix it. Or the votes, and we'll we'll get in. Oh my god, that's such a good idea. Yeah, I love that. We'll be like, and like. Yeah, I mean, if Rosie the Riveter can get in, I think we can get in. For sure. We've done so much for women. Rosie's this, in a real all, all we, Every week for the last two years of my life, all I, you hear me talking about a different woman. Yes. And maybe I like them, maybe I don't, but maybe that's part of the plan. Maybe right. that's part of the journey, okay? I love it. Okay, I'm into that. So we'll get in. Okay, yeah. so during our, um, when we're in, live bonus up for sure. Oh my God, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Okay, so Betty Ford is in, and we love that for her. Yeah. She's winning Presidential Medal of Freedom Awards She's in 1991. George Bush um, presents her that, which is so cool. She gets the, um, her and Ford are jo- jointly awarded the Congressional Gold Medals. Like, I don't even know what half of these things mean, but She's, it's just fucking cool. I know, it's just hilarious. They love her. Everyone loves her. That's the point what we're trying to make. Like, no matter where you are on the spectrum, you have an adoration for Betty Ford, minus Nancy Reagan, probably. Can you imagine? Like, I wonder, my mom did, but I am dedicating this episode to my mom. And yeah. I wonder if it's like, can you imagine coming up and being in like your early 20s when Betty Ford is first lady? Oh, I know. What like, really icon. What? like what an amazing woman. Yeah. She's incredible. I mean, cool I guess it's say. a little bit like having Michelle Obama in there during our early Yeah, 20s. that's Like true. there is something connected yeah. there. But yeah, Betty's really special. Um, okay. 2006. We're jumping ahead. Well, not really. We're kind of in this. Um, very yeah, sadly. Yeah, she's getting old now. So she, she's slowing down, but she's like, everyone still loves her at this point. Yeah. But on December 26th, <gasps> very sadly. Yes. Gerald Ford dies. Joe Fold has heart failure. I wonder, like, he just, like, had, he just, like, had to have one more Christmas. That's so obnoxious. I know. He just, he loved Christmas. He, he was wearing those ugly Christmas sweaters. He loves sweater. Sweater. <laughs> loves the sweater. So I he, they buried him in a really chic turtleneck. <laughs> married him? You mean buried him? Oh, buried him. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Sorry, that was, like, oh, my God, in the New York Magazine, like, how you should act. It's, like, if someone says a word that's wrong, but you knew what they meant, don't correct them. Oh, right. So that, I, I just did that. that article. I know, it's so I, good. I, like, still going through it. They're it's so, so great. I read them all this morning. Like I was just reading. Yeah, it, it was great. Loud. I was I it it um I ghosted someone recently and it like um affirmed it. affirmed that it was okay because yeah, it was just course. one date so I was like it's totally fine. Yeah. Um. Okay. So President Ford dies on December twenty sixth in two thousand six. Um. What was I doing December twenty sixth two thousand six? Two thousand six. Oh were we still? I was still in school. We were still in school. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I guess it was. At oh, home. we just graduated high school. No, I graduated two thousand five June. So we were in our first year. Yeah, but year. it was like, it was like, no, second year of college. Oh, yeah, second yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't we were remember. probably walking to Chelsea Market and like complaining about <laughs> stress before. <laughs> Elise and I were so stressed in college. Meanwhile, I don't even know if Elise went to college because she was always in New York City and she did not quote unquote go to college in New York City. <laughs> I am not even sure I'm sitting across from someone with a college degree, which is fine. No judgment. I'm just saying. We'll never I have know. yet to see. We'll never I know. Yet. Is my degree from Odeonto or Marymount? We'll never know. Yeah. Okay. So in 2006, um, yeah, he he dies. It's very sad. She travels across the country. She takes part uh, in funeral events in California, Washington, D.C., and Michigan. Um, and she spends the rest of her life living in California. She was pretty ill at that point though she had was getting blood clots a lot yeah. i mean the woman had survived cancer like twice Multiple i think times. yeah and then point. had that crazy heart surgery like can you imagine like yeah i mean yeah she uh she can't attend lady bird johnson's funeral but susan queen know, or queen, queen susan, susan does um attend so yeah she's she's not feeling well but she's she's hanging in there in the the 2000s which i just love that she got to see the 2000s i, I know why. i just like it and then famously on july 8th 2011 Ugh. which Claire, I know it's we discussed my this briefly the first episode. But it's like, my, I know. Did you feel something that year? Yeah, subconsciously, I did. Subconsciously, I was. I mean, yeah, like I said, I was in a really dark place on that birthday, and yeah. it was probably because I knew Betty was leaving the earth. You knew in her spirit. I mean, I think she's obviously still here, but oh her God, spirit, yes. her her body left us. She was um, ninety three, so just like just like freaking Gerald, she lives to ninety three. Oh, I love Unbelievable. it. Um, and. More than 800 people came to her funeral. 
um, all, you know, everybody was there. Yeah. But it is, it is, um, it is interesting that to a couple of the people who gave eulogies, uh, Bill Clinton and also Lynn Cheney. So Tweedledee yeah. and Tweedledum are invited. They come. Love that. You know who also showed up? Nancy Reagan. Do you think Maureen came? Probably. I hope so. Oh no, Maureen died. Oh right, Maureen is dead. Yeah, Maureen <gasps> died in like Sorry, the 90s. Sorry, for that bonus app, she dies. But yeah, Nancy Reagan showed up. Oh, maybe she didn't die in the 90s. I don't remember, but she, yeah, I don't know. Um, hopefully Maureen was there because, I mean, they were obviously like texting all the time. Yeah, she was like, Maureen, come to my phone. I'm like, go and Could you it. text in 2011? Yeah, you could. Yeah, we had cell phones. Like, yeah. late college, we had cell phones. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you could, could you text. text in 2011? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, were iPhones a thing? No, I didn't know anyone with an iPhone until my senior year of college. That's why our generation is so fucking cool, just FYI. We know how to live without. I know, no, but I yeah, my senior no 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 going into my junior year, I think the first I'll, I'll I know I know the first person who got an iPhone. <gasps> who was it? Really rich person? Um, no, it was Nick Hepso. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Not that a, he's he was the first friend I had. That wow, got an how iPhone. chic! I know it was very. Was chic. he like look at my new cell phone? Yeah, <gasps> <laughs> it was very. Cool. I had a, a, a flip. Um, oh, purple yeah. blackberry. <laughs> that I just amazing. always thought I was a congressional aide. <laughs> That's incredible. Let me get my Blackberry. I love that. Um, yeah, that yeah. text chain was lit in 2011. 100%. Um, and, and in yeah. July 2018, oh, which obviously oh, yeah. we have to go, they unveiled a statue of her I in Grand Rapids, in Michigan. Michigan. We have to make a trip to Michigan. I know. Yeah, we now got we the have Women's Hall of Fame. The statue. Yeah, and then we have Betty Ford and the Ford Presidential Library is probably there. Oh, you think or you think it's in California? Oh, California, yeah. Why is all this No, wait, 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 no, you're right, you're right. The Gerald Ford Presidential Museum in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah, we have to go Oh, she wishes it was in California. Obviously. (laughs) The last slide to Betty, Gerald's like, let's put it in Michigan. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah. Um, All right, road trip to Michigan, maybe. seriously. Not right now, though. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the wind chill? What is the wind chill in Michigan <gasps> Looking right up now? weather in Stop Michigan right now. I'm Michigan. also going to look up NYC to Grand Rapids just, like, to see what the Oh, that's a good is. idea because then at least we'll know. Yeah. Like, let's just see if it's feasible to get in the car this afternoon. I don't think it's that far. <laughs> what do you th- How far do you think it is? I think it's 11 hours. Hold on. It was, like, subway. Whoa, babe! Yes! 11 hours! What? <laughs> 11 hours and five minutes! Okay, we get to go to Pittsburgh. Obviously, we're going <laughs> to drive through scary Pennsylvania. Clearly. Wawa sheets. Love it. Okay. <laughs> Cleveland, I've never been. Uh, I was there one time, but I was really bad. Oh, my God. I had we, a really bad time. Possibly, we can hit up Toledo or Ann Arbor. Never been. Ann Arbor is amazing. Went to camp there once. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Side note. Love to hear about that. Um, Grand Rapids is, like, famously really into Michigan. Didn't mm, know classic. that. Never Love seen that. a map in my life. <laughs> it's one road at I-80. Done. Girl, we're going. Wait. 11 hours? <laughs> That's a day. That's a day. <laughs> we'll leave, obviously, early Sunday morning. Get back by Sunday night. <laughs> Famously, we do that. Wow. Okay, guys. You're going to first. Bonus app. We're going to email the Women's National, whatever that's called right now. Hall of Fame. We'll get, like, an interview. They'll be like, can you be here next week? And we'll say, sure. Honestly, I have a car. No problem. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um... Perfect. We got to stretch our wigs. That new. That we new do. Car. I know. I have a new car. A new yeah. but old car. It's a great car, yeah. though. We um, need to see what how what she can do. Of course. Anyway, so yeah, okay. we'll do that. But um, all let's right. Look at well, the weather next too. Oh yeah, what's the weather in Grand Rapids? Because it's got to be. Guess. <laughs> okay, yeah, let me guess. I'm not gonna say 11. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say negative. <laughs> <laughs> Just going in. What. Oh. Honestly, it's a balmy 27. Oh, really? That's warmer than here. Yeah. In Michigan? Feels like 15. Guys. Okay, well. You say New York is dramatic, I need one okay? less layer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> summer's day. Take off that sweater. Let's go to Michigan, baby. It's a summer day. We go to the lake. I'm assuming there's lakes in Michigan. Oh, my God. There's there's one called Lake Michigan. Oh, yeah. Love that. Oh, my God. This is so exciting. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I've never okay. been to Michigan. I'm so excited. I, Girl, we got to get you to Michigan. I know. You remember going to Detroit? No. I gotta get you to Detroit. It's a music city. Oh. All right. Guys, okay. All right. Well, let's do advice for Betty because obviously we have to call a travel agent. Yeah. <laughs> we have things, we have trips to I plan. I was just thinking about that. Can you, like, what, travel agents? Like, that was a thing. Talk about losing jobs, man. I know. Yeah. That's crazy. Cause advice now, for Betty. Okay, advice for Betty. My advice for Betty, hmm. I mean, I had a really lame one last time because I gave her no advice, so I have to think of something. She was so perfect. I know she was so special. I love her so much. I don't think I 
even now oh my god it's so hard i just love the way she chose to live her life my advice for her is to call out the people that were involved in the intervention on april 1st and say is this an (laughs) april fool's joke because this was poorly timed that's my advice because that is insane that that happened on april 1st yeah that's my advice call out those people say is this a joke is this april fool's and then also like what were april fools like for the rest of her life like could you not have jokes anymore right now i famously hate april fools because i don't like tricks no. I don't like pranks. Do people pull pranks on April Fool's still? Is that a thing? Maybe I just surround myself with people who don't care about it. Or I don't know. do it. I don't know. I just don't like, I don't like pranks. I don't like, like, oh, you think that this is, is water? It's ice. Yeah. What I really, <laughs> <laughs> what I really hate is like corporations on that day. Like, you guys aren't funny. No, like, it's bad. stop. It's really bad. Um, my advice for Betty is, and it's okay if you have done because you had some last time. This is not, like, so much advice. I just okay. wish she did this. Like, because I feel like she could have pulled it off because she was so talented and multifaceted. Obviously. Host, like, for a fundraiser for the ERA campaign, like, a roast night on Nancy Reagan. Whoa. <laughs> you know, like, that, that is a amazing. fun event. Starring. Her and Maureen, obviously, co-host. Yeah, Maureen um, starring Maureen, obviously. Our yeah, yeah. And, I don't know, I just think that could be fun. And mm-hmm. she would have pulled it off, like perfectly yeah it somehow would have been like talk of the town also no one would have been offended also everyone would have been offended like i don't even know what yeah happened. exactly oh, she just would have like met that like really nice fine line of, of you're right performance that's but, a good one i like yeah. that i mean betty i'm so sad this is ending this i know is it's just, like, so sad we had such a good time with you i love her yeah. She's great. She's really great. I mean, I am happy that we get to go to Roslyn next because I feel oh, like that's going to be talk about Roslyn. really good. And then, you know, Nancy, we're just going to have to surround ourselves with like self-care. Like it's going to have to be like people yeah. we love, things we love. Like, oh, and then one other thing, just housekeeping. We are going to be releasing episodes every other week. <gasps> yes. Life is getting busy. Because I have so much homework. <laughs> Just so much. So much reading you do. So I, um, while, yeah, so every other week. So basically, but That's also, because okay, these episodes lucky for are an hour and a half. And also, lucky for you, this is going to take us into undoubtedly 2025. I mean, you know I'm going to have a child named yeah. Betty by the time <laughs> that we finish. And you know what? I'm fine with it because baby Betty is going to be on the pod. 100%. And it's like, that's, and it's bonus like, up. bonus up, bonus up, baby Betty. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's going to be totally fine. And obviously, I mean, there's going to be road trips. There's going to be I mean, I, bonus apps. Yeah. Maybe another live episode. I don't know. We don't know what's happening. Yeah. yeah, Why, yeah. Our lives are ahead of us. The we sun is shining today. I do think it's possible. No, seriously. I feel like a, a brand new person. Last F, I was really in a dark I've been having vitamin D. I, I mean. No, I'm ghost. I'm ghost person. Ghost I'm, I'm a ghost person walking around. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We love you all. Take care of yourselves. It's cold, but stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Because Famously, it's, so it's important. hard to stay hydrated when it's cold. I just discovered what it's like to keep your hydration up. It's life changing. It feels incredible. Wow, it's so good. Yeah, stay moisturized, stay hydrated. Yeah. Get some sunshine. Um, yeah, take care of yourself. We love you all. Nice. Bye. Live like Betty. Bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs>